Welcome to Thesaurus Wrecked, the only podcast that makes your thesaurus irrelevant. I'm your host, Ava, and I've got word problems. I am here, as usual, with my co-host, Michelle. Hello. And this week, we are joined uh, by our guest and friend and co-host of mine, Ashley. I've gotten them, too. The word problems. <laughs> word problems. I've got them. I've got words, too. Alright, the rules of this podcast are simple. We take a pair of synonyms, such as bucket and pail, and then we rewrite their definitions to be unique. I won't be reading any definitions, because it's up to everyone to bring their own knowledge of, of their words and what their definitions are to the table. Everyone understand what we're getting into? Yep. I got you, girl. Alright, our first pair of words this week are the nouns, instinct, versus intuition. Instinct and intuition. Okay. Words fight. <laughs> anyone got any immediate anyone got an immediate feelings? Oh you know I always do. Yeah, what's your what's your what's your intuition say about this one? My intuition well there, there's there it is already. Uh my my whole my whole opinion was that intuition is more like knowledge based knowledge and experience based whereas instinct is something inherent that you don't have to you don't have to learn mm. instinct is something you're born with like instinct is like your animal is like your lizard brain telling you what to do yeah 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 actually what do you think yeah yeah like when i feel the need to feel the need for speed that's instinct. That's not intuition. And then intuition, hmm. That's when you that's when you intuit something. That's like when you're that's when you're using you're using something you figured out before. Yes. Like you learn you learn that and then you applied it. But I'm going to add a little bit of a wrinkle to this. I'm going to see what the dictionary has to say about def about intuition. Which is the ability to understand something immediately. So, like, diction. Okay, I know I just say usually don't read the dictionary definitions, but this one I was a little curious because I don't never thought about the dictionary of one of this one. Intuit seems to be quick too, but instinct seems inherent. Is are we are we debating the speed at which we are able to instinctually know or intuit something, or mm. is it just how we react, how we how we process? Mm. process. I found oh I, I found a I found a little graph here, which is the first thing that comes up when you Google intuition that has data pointing to information pointing to knowledge, pointing to insight, pointing to inspiration, pointing to intuition, which is then pointing to innovation, which I'm guessing is for businessmen. Yes, I, f I feel but... like I've seen that on, like, a slide at, like, mm -hmm. an all-business meeting. Intuition 
leads to innovation. Also, I have a lot of the word innovation intuition in front of a starry sky. But that's so a, that's intuition. A lot of synonyms. Businessmen have intuitions, but wild animals have instincts. Hmm. I, I do kind of like that idea that intuition is the land of beast and instinct is the land of instinct is or, the land of beast and versa. intuition yeah. is the land of businessman. Yeah. <laughs> Raccoons don't have intuition. I don't know, maybe a dog could have intuition. I think raccoons could have intuition. I mean, I bet they know, like, I bet they can, like, figure out who has, like, the better trash. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, and also I want to believe that raccoons have business meetings. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know ferrets have businesses. Yes. Uh, but I'm gonna say a starfish probably can't intuit things. Yeah. I think it's, like... What makes you say that? Because they don't got no brain. <laughs> well, that's they just got a simple rude. one. Well, I mean, I think things with brains. I think a seagull. Maybe seagulls could. Seagulls what animal, are at what evil, point? and evil beings always can intuit things. Yes, like mm. bi- like businessmen. <laughs> like, like businessmen, exactly. Seagulls. At what point did. What was the first animal to evolve intuition? Into what? Intuition. <laughs> Intuition. <laughs> Are we talking about like the first thing that like? At what point did the last thing that relied on instincts go instinct? I can't handle <laughs> this. <laughs> okay. Can't handle but this yeah. either. So okay, instinct is your liz- is your lizard brain wisdom. Your it's lizard wisdom. Your lizdom. Your lizdom. My my lizdom is something very different. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. But okay. Instinct is like your animal brain telling you something to do what immediately. But intuition is like it's your street smarts. Yes. It's the difference between intelligence and wisdom. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes. Except, like, it's actually, it's more like the difference between Wisdom and Wisdom 2. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the sequel to Wiz. Alright. Instinct is animal brain reactions, and intuition is your street smarts reaction. Yes. Learned. Parenthesis, learned. Alright. We happy with those definitions? Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Our next two synonyms are the verbs cope and manage. Synonyms fight. I feel like manage is more of like a... And I don't want to go back to businessmen so quickly, but manage mm. is like you're managing a team. Mm. You know, that's where the term manager comes from. Yeah. Well, coping is more of a personal... Dealing with emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because that's where you get, you have your coping skills, you don't have your managing skills. I guess you can have management skills, but that means something yeah, really like, different. Yes. No one, no one pays you to cope, but they'll underpay you to manage. Yes. 
Well, I mean, you could cope, but it's for someone else. A therapy is just really coping for others. You can be a professional, like, coping battery for someone else. Yes. Mm, But then, then that means that the having it do for something someone else isn't necessarily the crux of the difference Mm. i think i do like the idea that it's the level of how well you're handling it i definitely think coping is just like i'm coping but if you say you managed that means that like if you manage a fire i think the fire doesn't spread but if you coke i think if you cope that just means the fire doesn't kill you (laughs) yes I, i i think uh manage is i think you can cope but it is merely on a one-on-one basis like you can cope someone else but it's merely on a one-on-one basis and Mm -hmm. i think manage is more possible for teams and i think manage is more not emotion based Mm. while Mm. coping again again we're doing our our intelligence Yes. Manage is you're using your is is using the smart brain to deal with something while coping is letting your emotional is letting your heart weather the storm. It's letting your heart push through. And managing is letting your brain control the problem. Yeah, like like it is like you said with the fire analogy, is that coping is surviving and managing is controlling. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hmm. Can we also can we also say that coping is personal while managing may be technical or interpersonal? Hmm. Would that be a good Yeah, and that also removes like the team aspect of it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Coping is your own I don't know, hmm. But is it, like, how do you, how do you cope with something that's like, I'm coping with starvation. That's like outside factors. Do people say I am coping with starvation? I don't think they do. Yeah, I think you are. (laughs) That's just, uh. That's more of like a struggle. Man. Yeah, that's like, that's like down. Like coping is your you keep moving you're like your level if you you can cope until you you can cope for the rest of your life and you can manage for the rest of your life but hmm how do we turn that into a definition the act of coping being like the i'm not fixing it but i'm here and manages i'm here and it's not getting worse <laughs> How about coping is an ongoing process, an ongoing personal process, mm. while managing can be possibly an ongoing position, but filled with with problems that can have solutions. Okay. Manages uh, applying applying solutions to ongoing stress stressors. Yeah, yeah. Or, or apply, applying control or solutions. Control or solutions, I like that. Yes. It's very smart. These are the smartest definitions we've had in this entire document. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> yep. 
Uh, okay. Yeah, we're doing pretty good on time. Man, we're 12 minutes in. Oh, no. We've been going oh, through man. these pretty quickly. We're going to hit something. Yeah, it's going to take us, these like, 25 minutes. I think once you get to, like, once you get, like, to some practical nouns, that's what really fucks with us. Like, that's usually what gets us. Like, fucking box crate. That, that, that's what fills up the hours. <laughs> but this next one we got. This next one we got here is our first triplet. Because I felt like all these together sort of worked as a good team. They paid a picture, for sure. Here it is. Yeah. And also because during the Extra Life stream, these were the words that were uh, applied to my feelings on synonyms. We are doing the triplet of loathe, hate, and despise. The verbs. Didn't we already do loathe and hate? No. No, we did angry. Is that what we did? Yeah, we did angry versus bitter. Ah, yes. Okay. Uh, Which, uh, as some people may know, angry is being mad in a reactive way, while bitter is how you feel after being roasted, even for like a while after, including if you were a food. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, First off, as my mom often said, we do know that hate is a strong word. (laughs) Hate is a strong word. Uh, But does that mean it's the strongest here? I don't know, but I just want to say that every time... Uh, my mom said that I caught on and I started saying, yeah, but it's the right word. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely what I did as a kid where it was, I definitely had like those, I think it was more like my aunt, my uncle, cause they were, you know, much clean faced IBM people, but <laughs> please don't, please don't listen to this. Uh, if you're my cousins, <laughs> stop listening five minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> But that was always, like, the thing of, like, we were in the car and they were like, don't use words like, don't say things are dumb or say you love, say you hate things. Which, like, the first one, that's, maybe that's fair. But anyway, is it a, is it a matter of power? Power? Is it, is it, like, how, is it like, how successive? much? Yes. I, I think it might be. I think it might be, I think at least it is for hate and loathe, maybe. Because I feel like loathe, like, because, like, it's the, it's the old saying of there's a thin line between love and hate. I feel like taking the word loathe is the perfect example of that. Mm-hmm. Like, loathe sounds like love, but it's the big, the big hate word. Yes. Hmm. Loathe because of the fact that it sounds so much like, oh, maybe you're about to be, maybe you're about to really like me. And then you switch it on them and and then you hit them with that T-H-E and they're like, oh (laughs) shit, oh man, I'm, I'm awful. Yeah. I'm the bad guy here. Loathe is really all about like black wrong. (laughs) No. God, we can't bring that into here. We can't bring that into this good Christian podcast. Are you serious? <laughs> Listen, I also host the good Christian podcast, and <laughs> yeah, where's everyone? Go check out where's Pod when I'm scared. <laughs> okay, but is uh, our Larry the cucumber and Bob the tomato? Where do they fall on the <laughs> on the on the spectrum? <laughs> Are you? I think they they seem they seem a little black wrong. Yeah, <laughs> they they're definitely maybe. I I think Bob is definitely waxing black, and mm. 
but I think part of the problem is that Larry is more seeing them as uh, morales or demesises. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think it actually might be like a morale ship. Yeah, or, and then maybe, or it's like, it keeps going into Ash, into the Ashen Quadrant. Yeah. But, uh, the, the third is the, the auspice is, uh, is, is religion. It's God. Yeah, it's God. God keeps Larry and Bob from hate-fucking. Yes. I loathe both of you. <laughs> but what does that mean? It means, uh, it's stronger than hate. I'm making that decision. Okay, but I don't know if I want to just... How can we specify that level? How can we, like, what's, like, where does hate stop and loathe start? What's the thing? Like, hate is, you know, above a dislike, but what what thing? What's, like, the least you'd have to do to go from being hated to being loathed? Oh, uh, maybe hate is, like, a purely platonic kind of, like, rivalry mm. and then loathing mm. is like kind of like the sexy kind Lo- yeah i loathe you yeah i don't know but i feel like I th- yeah again but i don't think it is i think it i think it's i think it's definitely like the dagger twist of loathe is like loathe is like i loathe like loathe is murderous like maybe not lo- maybe not murderous but definitely violent i feel like despise is murderous like oh yeah, i despise despi- you like when you when you despise something there's like no point of it existing um how about this i feel like hate something is like there are musicians that like oh, i hate that dude or like or people that mm-hmm. i have like only uh an acquaintanceship with that i hate mm. for you to really loathe someone you have to actually like really know them yeah, they would have had to do it in your face. It, mm. Hate can be inter- impersonal, but loathe is personal. Yeah, loathe is definitely like a con- is like when a connection between two people has is soured just completely. Where you know them so deeply, and you are so motivated by what they did or their personality that you just can't stand them. Mm-hmm. Research must must be put into loathe. Mm-hmm. Think we're qualified to do that? I think we might be. Listen, I have right. I have hate read someone's tweets before. That's loathing. <laughs> oh god. Mm. Hmm. So yeah, hate loathe is hating someone is blocking them. Loathing someone is hate reading their tweets. <laughs> is hate reading their tweets. <laughs> Hatred. In the f- like a hate like a a connected a, a connected hatred, yeah. a connected a hatred. hatred. Why am I feeding into this? Because <laughs> it's the podcast. A connected hatred, something that, something that like, there must there must be something personal that soured there. A connected hatred, something personal must have soured. So then, what's that make despise? Like I think I said before, despise is like, oh, I just wish you didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Despise is report. <laughs> hate is yes. block. Loathe is hate follow. Despise <laughs> is report. 
You should put, add all of those to the descriptions, too. Yeah, that's at the end of that shit. Yeah, what is God. muting someone? That's like when you still follow them, but you can't see them anymore. What's that? What's that emotion? It, I think maybe that's dislike. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's disliking someone, but still being their or maybe friend. maybe annoyance. And like, oh, whatever. I mean, sometimes, sometimes I do that for just like, hey, I like, I'll, I want you to know we're friends, but I check this feed at work, so I think I'm going to have to mute you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still respect them, or, like, when you're at a party and they're invited along, do you just kind of, like, sip your drink while they're talking think... and hope they shut up soon? Yeah, I think if I muted someone, I'd probably hang out with them at the party. I'd probably even be roommates with someone I muted, but... But, like, you know, think, it, like... it's something where it's like, maybe I don't want to see your tweets. Maybe yeah. maybe you quote tweets I... too many people trying to dunk on them. Yeah, if I hated someone, I'd probably leave the room. If I loathe someone, I would probably, like, try to be near them but not too close so I could keep an eye on them. And then if I despised someone, if I despised someone, I'd hit them over the head with a chair, and then when they're knocked out, I'll drag them into the back and throw them into the bushes. Mm. <laughs> I was going to ask what uh, it is if someone has blocked you on Twitter, but you still look at their tweets on AD. <laughs> Mm. So you can see like what they're up to. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's just that's just keeping an eye out. Uh, despise. I I like the like, if not murderous, but like with but intent to harm, or at least like to remove its force from the world or something. Well, that sounds a lot worse. <laughs> It sounds darker. Yeah. It sounds like you're going to perform some black magic on them. Yeah, like some sacrament removed <laughs> from the world. <laughs> I was trying to say it less murderous and then made it way worse. That's more murderous. Yeah, That's you like, made it like... You're removing them from history. They haven't even exist once you're done it's with like them. When you try to, it's like when you try to make a crime that's not as bad as murder and you name it manslaughter. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I think that, like, I think we've all agreed that, like, Despise is the top, is, if not the top of the mountain, pretty high up there. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's sort of cold. Yes. It's like, sort of. oh, geez, I wish you didn't exist. I wish you were not a part of my, I wish you had no influence over me or my world. Again, <laughs> my poetic flowery language is, uh... <laughs> Getting coloring a bit, this a little darkly yeah again a little bit dramatic there you can't you can't have moderate emotions when you get dramatic mm-hmm. like once you get to once you're pulling out the most pointless book in the world to see other words for hatred that's when you got to pull out the flowery language yes i thought so you were gonna this... say the bible <laughs> And that's Listen, for that's for my other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> once we're once we're done, this will be. Uh, yeah, despise. Me, I apologize. Despise is like, it is it is report. Like, don't show me this. Don't show me this anymore. <laughs> and, and not only do not, I want to not be involved in this, but I want others to not be involved in this. Yeah, I want to just delete it. Just no more. No thanks. Get it nope. out of here. Right. So for the spies, the definition is 
get that nasty thing out of here. Yes. <laughs> You're writing that down? <laughs> yep, reported. Yes. All right. And then to keep this an even 10, uh, I've added a, a, little noun, a, a little noun break here. Uh, because we brought this up in the first episode, and I figured I put it on the list. So now it's here, and I'm doing these all in order because I haven't reordered the list or anything. But uh, we're taking a little pit stop. It's just one word because we're comparing it to one of the words we've already done. Uh, what's the difference between a bin and a bucket and a pail? So... Right now, our definitions for a bucket are is a cylindrical holder made of any non-metal materials that can encompass a food item, and a pail is a metal cylindrical holder of not food. So what's a bin? I, I hate to say this again, but didn't we discuss bin already? We well, discussed it. We never gave it a definition. We said we'd come back to it. Yeah, what did we say? We said it, 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 it was by definition. Well, not by definition, but... Our notion of bins typically had no lids, right? Or it was also, it was actually also during the box crate. So now we got like this Venn diagram thing going on here. It also came up during box crate, which a box is an immediately reusable volumetric container with flat edges. And a crate is a quadrilateral container that must be structurally compromised to be opened. Damn, we talk a lot, we talk a lot about containers. Yeah, listen, containers are complex. Because like we also talked about counters, which we decided also have a container aspect <laughs> also we yeah in the first episode we did bucket pail table counter vase and urn <laughs> also a lot of homestuck words in there <laughs> <laughs> shut up <clears throat> which if the those who don't remember uh an urn is a wide mouth fancy container for things that have been cooked <laughs> okay so what's the difference between any of those things in a bin you got any opinions, Ashley? Well, I think a problem uh, that arises with bin is the British definition. <laughs> mm. Oh, uh, I don't trash know if, can. Yeah, I don't know if you've uh, encountered... Well, I think that's... I think we actually talked about that a little bit um, when we were talking about Box Crate, that a bin can have, like, a little... A, little, a trash bin is a bin. Yeah. It, it can have a little lid thingy. Hmm. And I think what we did say, I remember the thing we did say was, like, the things you put in a bin, you might not want to get back. I disagree. What, what, what bins are you thinking? I guess, like... I'm thinking I, of, I, like, bins in Premiere and bins, like, that you store things in, possibly, like, a, like hardware. I'm going to Google image search bins, and this is where we're at. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess they're like those plastic stock bins. Yeah. Yeah, like you buy oh, them at man. Target. You place like I don't know some old books and files I, in there. I or found a. I found a fifteen hundred dollar bin cabinet. Fifteen hundred. Yep. <laughs> Is it gonna look weird? Oh jeez. <laughs> Good God! It looks like an Iron Maiden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so thoroughly contained. I, I, yeah, like, I almost, I like the idea of like. I almost feel like the trash can bin and the bin of like a, you know, like the Target, like something where you are like. 
is this open container that you will just like throw things in and out. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like those are different, but obviously I don't know if that's. <laughs> okay, so like, what do we what do we put in bins? What do we know we put in bins? We know we put trash. We know we put recyclables, toys, uh, uh, screws and bolts and things like that. Clothes. How about this? There's hamper bins. Uh, a bin is a non-organized mm. uh, True. container. Mm. It's a chaos in the bin. Yes. That makes sense to me. I like that. I like that. Cause... But what if sometimes, though, when I'm taking my clothes back from the laundromat, I'll have them in the bin because i got to carry it, but then they're all folded up in there. Well, they're not staying there. That's true. I, I, yeah, and also I don't think that, like, folded necessarily means, like, uh, like, categorized in all of that. Like, it is... It's not its peak organization. No. No. Hmm. So a bin... A bin is a... It's a volumetric container... Uh, do we have... It has to have at least one flat edge, I think. Like oh, yeah. the box thing. Yes. Yeah. And the things inside it are not contained orderly. Yes. And it's intended to be accessed from only one side as well. Or at least, like, one cardinal direction. <laughs> yes. If you are opening a bin from the bottom, you're fucking up. <laughs> no. <laughs> you only The only reason you ever put a bin upside down is to make a little gay baby jail for your cat. Yeah. Yeah. A volumetric container with one flat side designed to be approached from one direction. Approached. <laughs> Approach making the approach now to get the to get the half a hot dog I put in the trash earlier that I realized I want to eat now. Making contact. <laughs> one direction in which contents including halves of hot dogs yeah are organized chaotically are organized without organization so I should organized remove the word organized organization. <laughs> organized without organization that are unorganized there you go yeah <laughs> Alright, a volumetric container with one flat side designed to approach to be to be approached. I can fix that later. From one direction in which in which contains are organized, unorganized. I don't type good. <laughs> we all try. I also uh, this is really embarrassing, but I do usually like or also too fair. I'm not used to these, either of these keyboards yet, uh, but I usually do look at the keyboard a little bit when I type. Okay. We got another noun pair for our last words this week. So we're gonna we're going to be comparing uh, one that uh, Michelle here recommended. Oh the, boy! The synonym pair of a cape versus a cloak. Yeah, I totally did. I totally did suggest that. <laughs> Synonyms fight. I feel like wearer's intent is important here. Hmm. Hmm. What, what do you mean by that? How so? I feel like a cloak is more mysterious. 
Okay. I would so... go as far to say that Batman wears a cloak and Superman wears a cape. No, I totally see that. That's pretty that's pretty good. I definitely think cape billows like billows out behind you, but a cloak you can sort of like get wrapped up in. Like a cloak like has like those has like the two bits that come over your shoulders and goes down the front. And usually a hood too. I'd say a hood. Or oh, like yeah. a cowl. Mm-hmm. Batman wears his super- bat hood thing. Is that a, is that a, is that connected to his cape cloak? Um, it depends on the costume. I think usually though. Hmm. Hmm. Because I think a cloak, a cloak, is meant to cloak you. It's meant to make you a little less, a little less visible. But a cape is supposed to make you stand out. Yes. Oh, okay. So we're like comparing drama. So a, a, a cape is more dramatic. A cloak is, you know, more subtle. It's almost sinister. Ooh, sinister. Mm-hmm. All right, but what about one of those? Because I know you own one of these, Michelle. Uh, I what own about a what about one of these? One of those like shoulder capes that like comes over. Oh, that's is definitely... that more of a cloak because it like sort of covers up a bit more? Is I it, like, wouldn't a half say cloak? so. I wouldn't say so because uh, if we're going by drama and an intent of the wearer then a shoulder a shoulder cape it's definitely a cape because it's supposed to be dramatic it's it doesn't really serve a practical purpose it's just there to make you look cooler hmm that's fair that's fair i like what you said there with practical purpose where i think a cape may not serve a practical purpose but a cloak might mm-hmm hmm. but what if you're what does a vampire wear the vampire, I think, wears a cape. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but, they, but, like, they use it sinisterly. They use it to cover themselves up a bit. But I think it might be a cape because the inside is, like, lined with, like, red linens. I guess it would depend on the vampire. I'm thinking, like, what, is it, what does the Count from Sesame Street wear? Now the Count wears a cape. <laughs> count mm-hmm. is definitely wearing a cape. What about Dracula? Dracula cape? Cape. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let me Google search some vampires. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like most people, when they're costume designing for vampire characters, will use capes because of the cultural notion that vampires are dramatic. Whereas if mm. you were in, say, Victorian times, they would probably be more likely to wear a cloak because they were supposed to be more mysterious and like metaphors for the human condition or something. Hmm. I don't know a whole lot about the Victorian notion of vampires. So um, when I look at a vampire cape here, it usually also has like the, the, uh, what's it called? It has the swoosh at the neck where it goes up. Ah, big collars. collars. It has big collars. And it doesn't seem to like, it doesn't seem to... It doesn't seem to usually, like, totally envelop someone. It seems to go over their shoulders and then back down. So I think that's... That is sort of the thing with the cape being, like... Where maybe maybe you can be a bit discreet with a cape. You can, like, hide your identity a little bit with a cape. But you're going to have to, like, lift, you, lift it up a little bit and go bleh. But, like, a cloak, you know, you can sort of sit around in a cloak. I think a cloak is good for rain. I think you can get rain yeah. in a cloak. 
Yeah, and cloaks typically have... Did we already say this? Cloaks typically have hoods. So capes can have do. those collars. Which is more of like yeah. a fashion statement than a hood, I believe. Yeah, fashion mm -hmm. capes are fashion statements. Cloaks are adventuring gear. Yes. So now, now I'm just comp I'm comparing... There's a lot of like Lord of the Rings cosplay shit going on in the cloak section. Oh, yeah. yeah, that actually this cloak this cape this cloak doesn't have a hood. This one's just hmm. I don't All know. Right, if I hood guess is... I gotta pose this. Okay. I pose is this a cape? Oh man, that's right. I forgot. Google doesn't do good links. Well, a cloak doesn't necessarily have to have a hood. Maybe you're in a place that is cold but does not necessarily get a whole lot of rain or snow maybe it's nighttime in the desert it is at least designed to help you weather the elements yeah exactly uh a cape mm -hmm. is designed to like emphasize and a cloak is dis uh, designed to cover yes yes cloak is cloak is bold italicized cloak is when you do tiny text um like because i feel like that both covers the <laughs> like having it be for weather and having it be for like hiding yourself mm -hmm. true yeah because like if you come in with like a cape that's because you're a showman or you're a host but if you come in wearing a cloak that's because you're gonna sit you're gonna sit in the back of the tavern you're gonna smoke your pipe and you're gonna be all like, oh, who's that in the back? I don't know who that is. They got a cloak on. Alright, so a cape is a oh, I guess, what's the def for the definition part, we gotta say it's like a back drape. A back drape? It's I don't want to steal directly from the dictionary. Uh, I I think like a... What is a, what is a cape? A back drape and a shoulder curtain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, don't actually. <laughs> a piece of fabric yeah. cascading from the shoulders. <laughs> Alright. Piece of fabric cascading from the shoulders. <laughs> from... Okay, but what if you had, like, what if you had, like, a cloak or something that, like, had a split in the back? So it was sort of like a butt curtain. Hmm. Showing off your ass, that's part of a cape. <laughs> yeah, that that is definitely in like for emphasis. That's, that's yeah, a, yeah. Yeah, that's a cape, that's for emphasis. <laughs> I'm just gonna take a second to say. That's the one downfall of capes, I think. Lack of butt like emphasis. Shove, shove, you, sh you cover your butt up and yeah. you don't get to see it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what we need is uh, we need like a, a cape with a keyhole in it so you can see the butt. <laughs> I was thinking like a little transparent <laughs> sheet. <laughs> or what if it just like what if it was a cape that just like about at butt height it just said juicy. <laughs> <laughs> I would buy that. No joke. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I remember like for a while in like high fashion like those kind of like sweatsuits got popular oh, and man. i feel like that's something that would mm. be on that runway <laughs> like yeah, a velour cape with juicy on it 
Why'd you have to? Why'd you have to suggest this after Halloween? I could have had a much better costume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so something to prepare for next year. Although what am I talking about? Like... I can wear this year round. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're gonna say like, "Oh, high fashion just did like clothing," but they said "juicy" on other parts of the body too, like shoulder pads. <laughs> it just said "juicy." <laughs> I want stomach that ju- like something on your stomach that just says "juicy." Ooh. <laughs> nice. What about a just? What about like a like a like a fruit ah. sticker on your forehead? <laughs> like a like a baseball cap. Yeah. I, I think I have the worst one. Which is panties that say juicy on the front. Oh! <laughs> I thought you said worst. Excuse you. Listen, you know, I, I didn't really know what audience I was played for here. <laughs> That's something right. that I've been yelled at on other podcasts for. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, I guess I should, okay. We support One you. Second. I'm just going to edit this in. I'm going to edit this back in to after you said that joke. Ashley! Thank you. Okay, that that feels more natural now. <laughs> Alright, so a cape is a big is a piece of fabric cascading from the shoulders to emphasize the form of a person, and a cloak is a big human curtain to hide oneself. Big human curtain. Yeah, I like that. Alright. Yeah. Feel good Alright, I wanna make sure we actually did ten this episode. <laughs> yes, we did ten words. <laughs> Fantastic. Which, like, to be fair, it's not like we got to keep this list even or anything. They're just definitions. But, okay. To summarize, uh, and also, if if you have any like, if you have any regrets now, say 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 them or forever hold your peace as I'm going through these. No fucking right. regrets. <laughs> Instinct, noun, animal brain reactions, intuition, noun, street smarts reaction, learned, parentheses, cope. Ongoing personal sustain from stress. Manage. Verb. Apply control or solutions from stressors. Loathe. Verb. A connected hatred. Something personal must have soured. Hate follow. Hate. (laughs) Verb. Dislike above normal dislike, but can be impartial. A block. Despise. Verb. Get that thing out of here. Reported. (laughs) Bin. Noun. A volumetric container with one flat side designed to to be approached from one direction in which can which in which contents are unorganized cape noun a piece of fabric cascading from the shoulders to emphasize the form of a person and cloak noun a big human curtain to hide yourself thumbs yep. up thumbs up all around i like those yep all right that that will include the definitions portions of this week's episode uh you can find me, Ava, on Twitter at Ava Gardra, A-V-A-G-A-R-D-R-A. And you can support this and uh, the tabletop role-playing games that I make at patreon.com slash Ava Miranda. Also, uh, uh, I also want to mm-hmm. give credit to Red Marmot, who made our yes. intro and outro. They're amazing. Go check out their work. They're on Twitter yeah, at Red Marmot. R-E-D-M-A-R. Yeah. M-A-R-O-T-T-E. Yeah. Red Marmot. O-T-T-T. O-T-T-E. O-T-T-E. Oh, I'm sorry, Red Marmot. You deserve better than that. You deserve better. Well, you know. Well, I'm not going to edit it, but, you know. <laughs> you know, we'll do better next time. Yep. 
Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me at Yuri Librarian with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. Uh, you can find other podcasts I do at AudioEntropy.com, uh, where I do podcasts with Ava. Uh, it's a podcast, Yay. after all. The aforementioned Where's Pod When I'm Scared, and Totally Reprise, which is just ra- uh, closing up. Can oh, you do Totally yes. Reprise? Yeah. Nice, nice. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's oof. That's uh. We have I two more episodes. That's crazy to think about. Wow. I think I think Totally Reprise is sort of like what made me come over to this network in the first place. It was definitely the first th- audio entropy thing I ever listened to. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah. And then I have my personal website at hyenacackle.com. Uh, and I also have uh, my Patreon at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley your fucking money. I know that's a bit from another podcast, but it's really hard to come up with a different one. Yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> it just works so well. But gosh, yeah, I I listened to Totally Reprise back when it was on Shout Engine. <laughs> yeah, that was Old a while school. ago. <laughs> All right. Uh, I believe that's all we have for this week's episode of Thesaurus Wrecked. Until next time, get wrecked! Bye, everybody. Bye.